mouse click sounds so meaty and solid uh, in my headphones when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ooch, ooch. Every Thuddy. time. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh. Ooch. There's a... <laughs> Well, I'm I'm not using a mouse. I'm using my trackpad. The, the trackpad, yeah. Because I'm on the I'm on the move right now, you know, and I'm, I don't have like a like a setup setup, and uh, so it's uh it's it's thocky. You know, yeah. I never, I never not use the trackpad. I always use the trackpad, and I hate it because it actually hurts my wrists a ton. But I like I, I just forget. I forget. I forget that I could do better, you know, that I have options. <laughs> yeah, you can accommodate yourself, man. Um, I only use it if I'm grabbing my laptop to just like sit in front of the TV and do something small, you know. Yeah. But if I'm sat at like the – the, I, f- I feel silly saying the office because, you know, it's just like where I stick my computer. But, you know, if I'm sat in that space – I'm having a goddamn real mouse on a I, mouse pad. I need to invest because generally I work very wherever I want to. I'm on the couch or I'm, you know, outside right. somewhere. But like I have started working, especially with the Cushiel's Dart project, because I'm having to sit and write out notes for hours and hours and hours at a time. I've been working at the dining table. And oh. that would be real nice to like have a fucking mouse. I you just blew my mind that this whole conversation I just reminded myself yet again and I'm going to forget it here probably when we're done that, that any of this is doable. But I could get a mouse. Yeah, no. I, there are certain things that I forget about all the time and then you're like, "Wait, I could I could make this easier." Yeah. on my on myself. Yeah. yeah get you a mouse. Less shitty. They're I'm not expensive. They are not. Yeah, I'm I need to do this. For myself. I mean, it might die real soon. But, you know, you can buy like 14 for like well, a buck. Everything dies. Everything does die. And listen, that kind of goes with my topic today. I mean, not shit. What do you got? Not really. But in a, in, a, in a little way, I am talking to you about a crystal that I saw while I was doing research for a different crystal and it was sort of like over cool. in the ads you know you just you go to places and it pops up a hundred different yes and i saw it and it was the first time i've laid eyes on this thing and i was like immediately what is that it looks so unique and so tactile like i want to touch it and i want to put it in my mouth and i want to rub it on my body i'm talking to you about something called Hold on, I'm in the AKA section. So for a second, I was like, "What's the what's the real name of this?" Uh, it is called Menalite. Okay, good because I kind of was getting worried there for a second because, like, in your description, you were describing, and I was like, "What if we're talking about the same thing?" Because oh shit! What if we are? Shit, we're not though. Uh, but I am talking also about a crystal. This one being made of metal, uh, whoa, with very uh, interesting structures. And I am talking about bismuth today. Oh bismuth. wow, hell yeah, bismuth! All right, a lot of shit Cuba. going on with bismuth. Yeah, Cuba, Cuba. Uh, and every time I see pictures of the bismuth crystals, of which I didn't know how they were made until I did these notes, every time I saw pictures, I'd be like, this is fake. This is Yeah, uh, yeah. I just fake. I just Googled it to remind myself. Um, 
It's yeah, it's got that uh god, what would you call that? What is that called? It's like so a, it's, it's technically like a color called shift. Well, yeah, it does have like that it's because of oxidation, but it's that aura kind of like that you see in aura quartz, but this time mm-hmm. it's natural. Uh well, following the the creation part. We'll get into it. Um but they also look like crazy staircases. Com- they look like computer chips to me. Yeah, they're bananas. They're super, yeah. super wild and crazy. Uh, and it's really neat. And I'm excited to get into how this all <laughs> happens. I love super, super wild and crazy. <laughs> wild. I sound like an early aughts TV ad. Yeah. It's super, super wild and crazy. 18 payments of fifty nine ninety nine. Listen, brother, let me ask you something. Mm. Have you ever just watched old commercials for the nostalgia? Oh yeah, bro. I get uh I I had one roll through my Instagram feed the other day and it was the one for and it was absolute bullshit. It was all such incredible shitty advertising that was so dishonest. But uh it was the one, do you remember that it, you had like the 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 sponge on a stick and the the chunks of color and you would drag the sponge on a stick over the lined yes. chunks of color and make like the rainbow, rainbow flowers and rainbow shit. paint or something. Yeah. That one rolled through uh my feed the other day and it is so clearly deceptive. And then I went into the comments and somebody was like, did anybody's cool parents actually buy them this? And they were like, yeah, yeah dog shit. <laughs> I, I I know the exact one that you're talking about, and I remember seeing that on TV for the first time and wanting that I, so I, bad. I, I did. I hungered for it. I wanted yeah. it so fucking bad. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've I've recently been going to YouTube, and if I have other things to do, I'm up, you know, packing, clean, you know, what there's shit going on, and um, it, 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 I'll put on one like a ten hour compilation. Of, like, late 90s, early aughts TV commercials. <laughs> and, oh, my God. you know, Like, the Airheads commercial, Dude, where they take a oh bite of the Airhead, and their their head swells Heads up like a balloon and pops, up. and they fucking so die. Ridiculous. So crazy. Just yeah. wild. A wild time. A wild a time. A fun time to work in advertising. Way more fun than now. Oh, my God. And do, do, I want to be the I want to be the person who made the fucking Fushigi commercial. I just, why is that familiar to me? Help me. Oh, you'd know it. I do know know it it if you saw it. It's a silver ball that like. (sighs) Oh, that you move around through your hands, but you keep it all. Yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. It's called like contact. I think it's called contact juggling. Yes. But like. It's very, it's a a, a skill. But when you market it haphazardly to children and say, you can do this so easy. That's an actual skill that you have to, like, practice and learn and get good at. And they just put it on there like, you too can do this. Yeah, they sell you you a metal ball with no advice. No, no, no. Take this ball bearing. Use it. (laughs) Take take this $20 ball bearing. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, wow. Okay, uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, Today, we do have... um, uh, a note here that <laughs> sorry that fushigi shit threw me off man <laughs> macy you're going first today okay uh do we have a shout out yes <laughs> <laughs> i love a confident pause <laughs> 
let, let me... Before we start, we do have a Patreon shout-out. Today's episode is dedicated, and I guess the Fushigi as a whole, the entire wow. concept of the Fushigi, and this episode is dedicated to Kelly L. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kelly L. Kelly L. Kelly L. Oh, that's fun. Kelly L. Uh, every time you go away, oh. you take Kelly L with you. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's like, I don't want to go. <laughs> Just like every, every time? Like every, every time. time? Every time you like leave for work in the morning, every time you like go to the bathroom, you gotta go, you gotta snag Kelly L. Wow. With thank you. Thank you, Kelly L. And thank you for your mobility and looking after this person that just really, can't do for real. You. The perfect the perfect companion. Jocelyn oh. territory. God, I've got to get out. <laughs> I have thought about Jocelyn so much this Dude, past week. I have thought It's all you can do is And apparently I'm gonna have to listen back to it, but apparently I made some noises in you? this last I re-listened. So here's this might make me sound. I don't know. I, I re-listened to the all of the Cushy Arts da, dar, Cushiel's Dart Simp Cap episodes, uh, uh, purely for you. I mm. I listened to them for you <laughs> because in the moment I can't really because I'm so trying to just focus on getting the story across. Um, <laughs> but I listened for you, and it's wonderful. And I I have listened to the the big moment of revelation in last week's episode. Uh, a lot because you screamed mm. from your guts yeah 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 and i and i don't remember it being that intense but apparently it was uh it was apparently it was it was really it was really uh what is it visceral um yeah mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. anyway y'all want to get in on that we're covering Cushiel's dart written by jacqueline carey over there blowing charlie's mind every single week uh every week there's a scream and a gasp and there's still there's still three more episodes left, guys. So go ahead, come come on over, binge through it, and uh, get you the book and read along, listen along. Uh, it's a good time over there. It is a really good time, and I'm 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 actually like starting to feel that mournfulness when you mm-hmm. like get to the end of something. Oh yeah, and then you're gonna have the biggest fucking blue balls you don't even know just fucking we, i'm not even gonna get into it blue balls you're just gonna you're gonna you're gonna be so you're you're how where are you gonna go from there you're just gonna be so <laughs> now what and and then i'm gonna leave you i'm gonna leave you yeah and then we're gonna and then we're gonna jump into something stupid like virgin, virgin river. river i know <laughs> i know good god Okay. Wait. All right. Um, I'm going first. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Twelve minutes in. Good. Good for us. Okay. Good. Let uh, me you know what? It's all it right. Okay. We're talking about bismuth today, Bullshit. and there's just a lot of bismuth is in a lot of different places. It'll surprise you, maybe. Oh. Uh, and how bismuth? <laughs> It'll surprise you. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, depending on how much you know. Uh, Tell me it doesn't look like you did acid and then looked at like a M.C. Escher painting. 
I to me it looks like if you were to look, this is kind of specific, but if you were to look at that stupid and practical bullshit changing staircase hall in Harry Potter, but you look at it from above, looking down, yes. that's what it looks like to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. I can, I'm looking at one that is exactly that. What yeah. You- what that's what say. that's what they look like, and some of them build cool ass like little pyramid shapes, kind of like step How does this pyramids. I'm gonna tell you, you better. I've got the I'm answers. And right out of the gate here, I'm gonna deflate everybody's dicks a little bit by telling you that you don't really Aww. get that shape, that all going on in nature very much. Uh, Aww, they are made dick. via a process, but there's this, the process is still pretty cool. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into how all of that works. That's not to say that bismuth isn't found in, uh, in the world. It's just, you don't generally find it in the rainbow, like psychedelic shapes, you know, that you can find uh, in a crystal shop. You're telling me this bismuth knife that I'm looking at didn't just form? <laughs> they didn't just dig it out of the earth like that. <laughs> and But I wanted to talk about it today. Why are there so many bismuth knives? I mean, I kind of want so one. There's so many. I want one. A metal fucking <laughs> bismuth knife. Uh, and if you come across one of these in the shop, you might think a couple of things. And the same, like, you might kind of, one, like me, assume this is fake. Whatever this yeah. is. It's fake. Or it's like kind of like a what in the Alice in Wonderland, like, fuck am I looking at? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Because that was another question, because it's called a crystal. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It just doesn't. This is metal. So let's break this down a bit. So bismuth, and it's just pure raw form. It's it's a chemical natural element. It's on it's on the periodic table of elements. Uh, Remember, remember that old thing? And yeah. the symbol is BI. The atomic number is 83. And oh. now, so again, this bismuth that we are talking about does not look like a rainbow staircase, but it has some really interesting properties. And bismuth is diamagnetic, which means it's actually repelled away by magnets and like Sick. intensely so. Like it is like the most, like one of the most or the most diamagnetic substances on the earth and <laughs> i guess that means it'll just scoot away it'll just try to always scoot away from the magnets I, which is cute. i don't like it uh, get away and uh it is also one of the least thermally conductive metals so bismuth is just kind of doing its own its own thing over there and it's also similar to water in that it expands when it freezes it's just got some cool Ooh. shit going on with it uh and it has a um very low melting point which we will get to later so naturally bismuth is a silvery brittle metal and historically it has been confused a lot with tin and lead because they look pretty similar in their raw forms but something about bismuth is that it does naturally oxidize and in its raw form before it's all melted down and gets that the crazy rainbow coloring in the raw form it'll sometimes get kind of like a rosy cast oxidation on it uh but Again, we're not talking about the raw form here in today's topic, really. We are talking about bismuth crystals that have been made via a process, the staircase, crazy looking ones. And this shape, this style of crystal is actually called a hopper crystal. So these, Uh, uh, yes. 
Oh. I don't like it, but it is what it is. And okay. with hopper crystals. Are we saying popper? Popper. Or, or okay. Yeah. And uh-huh. with hopper crystals, you have like these really defined edges, these spiraling scare staircase staircases. Um staircase. <laughs> spiraling like square staircases, but the centers aren't filled in. Or you have like these step pyramids and the edges, you know, it's like there's there's distinct edges, but it's not filled in in places. So we get back to that later. Let's talk a little bit about bismuth from a commercial sense first. Just because we are, well, we are going to be talking mostly about these hopper crystals because this is a podcast about witchcraft. Uh, I did want to talk about bismuth just because it's all over the place in products that we use uh, and has a lot of commercial use. So it is a non-toxic heavy metal and it replaced lead. Heavy metal. It, re- it replaced lead, which is good in a lot of things, because lead kills people uh, or makes people. It's, you know, the whole thing about it being poisonous. And so oh, when yeah. they started realizing that lead was like not good to put in your pipes uh. and shit and everything else that lead went into, they replaced bismuth uh, into some of these formulas. And it kind of took lead's place, which is good because it's not really a problem. Because uh, you could put it in anything, including your body. You know why? Because bismuth is a premier ingredient in old Pepto-Bismol. It's with the bis. Oh, bismol. shit. And it... Good for you, Bisquick. What? <laughs> And so it's, I was just trying to do that thing where we go back and forth and make it and do different words. You never give it, we never give it a lead in though. We never go like, good for you, Montgomery. Like we never give it an intro. We just say the word. (laughs) You threw off my game. <laughs> oh my god, I feel bad. I'm upset. Uh, listen so. to me. It's not ground up just bits of metal that's in the Pepto Bismol. Thank goodness okay. it's not just metal shavings in there. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, it is combined with uh, an organic molecule called salad silate, and they go together. And that's what makes your guts not so upset, is those two things together. Uh, huh. Yeah. And how, question for you, bro. Do you get the mint Pepto-Bismol or like the other, there's, or like the other flavor? Because then they're like a minty one and then there's like the bubblegum one or whatever, the Pepto-Bismol flavored I, one. Or do they all taste I, like peppermint? I I don't know if there's different ones. I do know that the mint thing is real because I never really look. Because if I'm at the point where I'm getting Pepto, I'm just grabbing the pink shit and running out of the store. And it's pretty. It home. Yeah. Pepto. It, it's like it, it's something that, you know, is going to work. But, dude, it is so hard for me to get down. Just the texture alone is so hard. Yeah. Oh, my a God. Lot, and there are some people out there who really enjoy it. Yeah. Like. I, had a roommate I can that take had it Pepto better and, than like, and I know they're for different things, but like I have an easier time taking Pepto than like fucking NyQuil. That shit makes me want, I hate the taste. God, I hate it. Any kind of liquid Ugh. medicine 
just reminds me of when I was a child and I had to take like a third, what was it called? Thera, um, oh my God, what was that? There, no, it was that really, really heinous medicine that you could take. Um, Oh God, I forget what it's called. It starts with a T and it's like notoriously disgusting, but that's just all what it, what they all taste like to me. And yeah, I know terrible. that the liquid is going to like work the fastest, but I still just about won't do it. It's so awful. I hate it so much. Like I will have to like hype myself up and like hold the little yeah. cap full and just be like, okay, Here all right, all do, right. One, two, three, go. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I usually have a slice of lemon waiting for me as a chaser, as if it's a real shot. Because it actually, it works really well. Uh, immediately. Like a tequila it takes, shot? Yeah, I have it ready. And I'll just like have the little wedge there and I'll like take the nasty fucking medicine and then bite the lemon wedge and it kind of takes that taste out right away. Ah, um, hey, good tip. Anyway, so that's just one of the many uses for bismuth. Uh, and another is that um, it's in cosmetics. It's in a lot of cosmetics and has been in, used in cosmetics for a long time, all the way back to Egypt. Uh, when they would use it uh, in decorating the skin, it kind of has this pearlescent, iridescent property when it is mashed up and ground. Uh, and it's still used in a lot of cosmetics today. And again, though, what you don't generally see in nature and what they are not grinding up and putting in cosmetics are these hopper crystals. The windy, colorful ones. And so not only are these generally made, they are created in a lab, uh, but you can also make them at home, which... I'm sorry. Be... What? Fucking careful. Like, you're working with hot metal. Uh, I don't personally recommend it, but I watched a lot of videos of people doing it, like, on their (laughs) oven. Uh, And... This is possible because the melting point of bismuth is pretty low for a metal, especially. So it has a melting point of 271 degrees Celsius, which is about 520 degrees Fahrenheit. But you can get that high on your stovetop in a saucepan. And like, don't like just cook bismuth for fun. Um, But. You can, apparently. And there's, like, YouTube videos of, like, people making their own hopper crystals at home. And metal is crazy. Melted metal. so... Dude. Weird. Let me find I do kind of want to touch it or, like, drink it, though. See, that is bad. I know you'll immediately die. Yeah. But I do want to poke my little finger in there. Yeah. Yeah, the drinking is awful. Isn't that how they killed fucking the other Targaryen brother that was a piece of shit? They poured <laughs> molten metal down his throat. I can't imagine it. Yeah, they worse. put gold on awful. it. Awful. Yeah. Really shitty way to go. I mean, and, and the thing is, is that's like painful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it, it probably wouldn't kill you immediately. You would just no. sit there and kind of no, it's for a long time. Intentionally cruel. Very bad. Until you choked on the molten gold. I remember that Which, stayed with I mean, me when I read that scene. I re- that That's one that, like, really stayed with me. I was like, that, whoa, that, yikes. Seems like a, like, it's awful, but, like, it is, there's a little bit of luxury there. I mean. Lux- luxury death. Just, this is probably a bit violent for this show, but does that mean, then, that you can get it out later? That you'll have, like, a cast of that's his... 
truthfully a golden cast of his wondering. esophagus i i think it would is it gonna be like a like a like a mask of yeah. his face and then it like goes down the throat that's that's kind of tight i mean if you're talking death mask that's a hellacious death mask i mean somebody some goth would like buy that on ebay or like an auction yeah, have it on display for like a house. lot of money. That'd be sick. I'd consider yeah. it if I had a whole bunch of fuck you money. Oh, oh, dude, if you had fuck you money, I'm getting everybody's death mask. <laughs> <laughs> so much death. You could just sit all day and look at him and just say that. You could just be Theoden all day long. What can men do against such reckless? Just hate? moaning around your death masks, just all day long. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at your death masks all day, just giving a good Morrissey moan <sighs> every every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> the Hopper Crystal. I'm having to just move on from that image. It's still playing in my head. Okay, and I'm, yes, I'm writing please, that story out, do. but I I have to rip myself away from that uh, and. It this the shapes form as it cools. So you melt, you melt all the bismuth, right? And I think I saw you need at least like five pounds of bismuth metal to to make like some small little crystals. So you melt it what? all into this crazy shimmering fantasy pool of metal that doesn't look real, and it's all liquidy. And then you take it off the heat, apparently, and. As it cools, you let you first take off kind of like the already hardened top layer. You take that off and then you let it start slowly cooling and the edges will harden and you start seeing it like doing this crazy. It's like the, the, the structure forms as it starts to solidify again. And that's when you start getting this structure and you like pour out the last bit of liquid and then there's left is just all of these shapes. They form from the cooling process and you can like bust it all apart and then very quickly an oxida uh, a uh, they oxidize the the new surface and that is where the color comes from and so it this all forms because as it cools bismuth is strongly driven to rapidly form hard edges in preparation for making like a cube shaped crystal but the the driving force is like too strong to let the insides fill in. It just keeps making edges. And therefore you get this look. And huh. it just leaves these kind of these metal spirals that merge into unusual one-of-a-kind structures. And the bare metal reacts really quickly to the oxygen in the air. And that gives you the rainbow surface. So just, yeah, that's how this happens. Cooling process is how you get the crystals. It has to be melted first. And that's where the kind of man intervention comes in here. Uh, because in nature, it's not really found like this. But it'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be super cool. So let's break down in the best way that my non-sciencey brain can do this. Uh, about the colors that's going on. Like, why does it get so rainbowy on on the outside? So bismuth develops a clear oxide layer and it produces the colors. So this phenomenon is called thin film interference. And 
I don't like that. It, I don't like that. It, I don't like it that. It breaks the light spectrum uh, into uh, different colors depending Ooh, on how sick. you shift it. So as you shift it, the colors shift too. Uh, they're not fixed in place. And this this occurs because apparently the width of the light waves and the oxide are similar in thickness. So it it just gives it this shifting rainbowy quality. And the light, it interacts with this thin layer of oxide and refracts all of these colors. So it's the similar phenomenon that you might see in kind of like oil slick on water. Uh, it's a, a similar effect. And um, anyway, so let's go ahead and roll into the metaphysical side of things. What are we going to do with these opera crystals? I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on like thin, thin film. of Thin of- film interference. Nah. So, <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, Bismuth crystals. They're good for organization. Times that you might need to bring a little bit of structure to your life. And what's good about them, though, is that these hopper crystals, their architecture, their architectural and their created structure following the the melting and cooling, they give this energy of order off, but also creativity, kind of in a doing it their way sort of energy. The shapes are unique. Huh. You, know, you have these staircases, pyramids. They're unruly in their structure. But they are structured, highly organized, clarifying that you can still do things your way sometimes and be highly structured. Yeah. And the rainbow coloring, of course, has many uses in magic. You have color magic. Uh, And it's also believed maybe it'll help balance the auric field, having this uh, just array of colors all over that maybe it's a good source to kind of help balance that field out. Due to the rainbow aura that it has and the high concentration of colors in the crystal, you know, shifting all around, we can maybe contemplate our own shifting colors that we have just about ourselves and realizing that a shift of light alone sometimes is enough to change our perspective on things. And it can be a useful tool to remind us of that, how just turning something sometimes just one degree a different direction will change the entire look of it. And that's not a bad way to think sometimes about our world, our outlook, ourselves, just a reminder of different perspectives, and seeing how we can turn and look uh, and examine things in different ways. So, One thing about it, though, is that underneath this, you know, liminal state of shifting colors is that underneath it, it's solid. It's structured, it's unique, and it's creative. And because, like, this, I I feel like this is a good uh, comparison, the process of creating this crystal, Uh, you know, even though it's man-made, but almost like it let me get my words together it, i'm almost thinking initially like sometimes with like these man made uh kind of structural crystals that it can be like oh man like it's not made in nature therefore it's like not as cool yeah. but yeah we are man made and our lives and our reactions and like the way that we cope and you know the things that we go through our lives daily occurrences long memories we are made by humans who we are and i think that 
seeing it, it, it's a nice comparison for how we are kind of tempered in our own life by the things that we go through. And you know, we are something that is shaped uh, and formed after it is put to heat. And, you know, different struggles, trials, journeys. And in this case, and I think in our cases, too, it forms into something pretty spectacular and unique. It's got a real kind of phoenix comparison from it, something transformed after being brought to the heat. And it's something that shines after transformation with a lot of pride. These are flashy guys. I mean, like, seriously, if you haven't looked these up, like, don't if you're driving or anything like that. But if you haven't looked them up and you can look them up, <laughs> they are wild looking. And yeah, it, it just it's very it's beautiful. And it is something that is completely changed. And it was changed by, you know, a human process. But we are, too. And I think it's sometimes nice to see something that is a, a reminder of how truly special and strong and just unique that we are from our own individual walks of life. Because we will all be, have all been, and will be again melted down in this life. Unfortunately, Whoa. it's probably it's it's just <laughs> the way of it. Like, and, and you know, it's kind of like when moments in our life when we have to get brought down to our foundation, whether it's emotionally, literally. You know, like the points of <clears throat> adversity in our lives when we sometimes really are like, oh, my God, what what next? You know, in uh, whether it's the start of a path of transformation or just the fires of transformation as they shape us. Sometimes it can feel like we are being we're inside that cocoon and we're the goo. We've we are not longer, you know, we're in between. We're getting I want to be the goo. changed. I like being the goo. Be the goo, bro. And we find ourselves in that gooey state sometimes. And we have we will and we have to reform after it. And bismuth crystals, I think, are useful to have in these times of transformation because we can look at them and remember not only are we going to reform, but we can reform precisely how we want to. We can solidify into something spectacular, not conforming to what's standard. And maybe when we're done, we'll shine like the color spectrum. And it's I also like that it's metal. It just makes it so firm. It's like I it's not, this thing wasn't carved. It formed like this and it just formed this way because that's what it fucking does. And it doesn't matter if you look at it and you're like, what the hell is that? How did that even happen? It just does it. And bismuth when mixed with certain things it's soothing to our body our digestion and these properties carry over to the physical form it's a soothing crystal one that our eyes can kind of you can walk the path of it trace the lines kind of tune yourself in to that just a, a nice little chill out session and let your eyes follow the lines of the stairs spiraling all over it cool yourself down and you can run your little run your little finger over. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of like that could be like a really nice like sensory come down object. Oh, I yeah. feel like when you when you're really kind of feeling a little overwhelmed, just dial in dial into this, trace the lines, whether with your eyes or with your finger, and just kind of whoo, come back down. With your tongue. Ooh. It wouldn't hurt you, you know. Eh? <laughs> and 
you know, and sometimes uh, we we need to cool down, so to speak, whether it's from anger, overwhelmed feelings, sensory overload, uh, or sometimes just feeling like things are too loose. They're too uncertain uh, to like your bowels. to feel comfortable. Hey, sometimes them bowels be bowels be loose, and bowels be loose. That can be a stressful time. All of these times can be stressful times, and. Especially when it feels just like everything is just sort of up in the air and you you don't exactly know for certain what's coming next, how you're going to do this or anything like that. Those can be pretty unsettling states to find yourself in and uh, times in which you kind of sometimes you just got to be like, all right, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, uh, and. You know, in those situations, and I say this a lot, just, and this is not a line or anything that I've made up. It's something that I said a lot, but, you know, cooler heads prevail often. And you didn't invent that. No, did you know that? I, I Like, I, I did not write that. But I was going to say merch, but I guess not. No, but I do believe it uh, very strongly that, um, to, to kind of come down to a, a solid space uh, to try to, to plan your plan your move. And that's kind of the energy that we've we've got. We've got here. And in the same note, it's a good crystal for transitionary times, uh, whatever those may be. And sometimes the heat, the process of transformation, it can temper us into something brilliant. And whether you're the gooey moth, uh, you know, it, it or not, whatever, the process of transformation, you're just in it. It generally, and I, transformation isn't something that's always comfortable. Oftentimes it is not comfortable. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable process to transform whether I mean, physically or e- yeah. emotionally uh it that's kind of the point yeah that's that's the way of it is that it it's not necessarily an, an easy process but it's often worth it especially if it's what we feel we need to do to be our most authentic self to be that gleaming spiraling staircase of metal and Bismuth is very much tied to the sign of Aquarius, which makes sense. And I mean, look at it. Yeah, you could look at yeah. it and be like, mm. yeah, yeah. And Aquarius would have a metal crystal. It just makes sense. I don't know why it makes sense, but it <laughs> they makes didn't sense. Quite didn't quite understand these. Yeah, it's like a space crystal, but like close enough. Yeah. It is a so it's like I I don't know some human rock. I, or something. Yeah, look this they humans like this. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. it. Was like it was like big Aquarius energy, and I was like, yeah, okay. It is associated yeah, okay. astral travel. If you want to take some astral journeys, you can you can take that with you, and you can have it with you, and and meditate with it when you blast off Ooh. and go on. And this is nothing I read. This is just my overactive imagination. But I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, it could almost. What if it was like a protective talisman, and like any any like any little ghoulies or whatever it was like if they wanted to try to like pursue you in the astral realm they had to get through the maze of like yeah yeah you know yeah. it's kind of demon lorry but at the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. i like it it's like having to count all the all the chickpeas yeah and so it's like you figure out these crazy goddamn staircases and then come at me but you're never gonna figure this yeah, out yeah, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't yeah it's impossible it's impossible 
So there you go. If you want something like that for your astral travel, plus the energy of it alone uh, is, is just one that is apparently conducive to astral work. Whoa. And we're, we're, we're syncing up a little today. Cool. I like it when we do that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so take yourself a look at some some bismuth hopper crystals, these beautiful auric uh, kind of colorful crystals. And there's all different sizes. You can spend a little of money or a lot of money on these guys. Uh, if you cook it yourself and burn yourself to bits, don't blame me because it looks dangerous as fuck. Um, but if anybody's yeah. ever done it before. We're actively I, saying don't do that. Yeah. If you've done it before, I'd love to see what you made. Uh, just because, damn, you know, respect, metal is scary. Uh, but I, I'm curious about it. There's also, though, if you if you are a bit uh, afraid of, what is this, fucking metallurgy? I don't know. But if you are, if it makes you nervous, oh. there's a bunch of cool-ass YouTube videos of people making these. And that satisfied my itch to... Okay. To make it myself, okay. yeah, yeah, it was neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to I got to watch some some cool rainbow metal get formed into rainbow metal staircases, and I was like, you know what, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. I am satisfied. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's made for. Yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, what was Someone that? That just sounded like a haunted house skull. Did you hear that? Hold on, hold on, it's still going. Whoa. That was terrifying. That was creepy. Somebody outside just walked by. Someone lost their tongue. Noises. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want to talk too loud. I'm scared now. Whoa. Charlie. What? Do you want to decorate your feet? Always. Decorate your feet suit? At every turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want as much attention on these Peggy Hills as possible. Oh, good. You should. And listen, we've got exactly what you need mm. to to pretty up them feet. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because Blessed Be Magic has rolled out some anklets, some sweet, delicious anklets for your oh, very own ankle that is yours. I, just, I need to I just need a moment to absorb that information. Yeah. How fucking yeah. cool is an anklet? I love an anklet. I love an anklet. Are you an kidding anklet. me? I'm so into an anklet. I when I see an anklet, I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. the that's that's an accessory. And I'm not even saying I, that to be sales pitchy. I really love an anklet. I do too. I do too. I see someone with an anklet and I go, they've got it figured out. I think they make ankles look really pretty. Yes. I just like it. I think that they are, our ankles look really pretty when they are surrounded in metal and beads. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not I'm wrong. I'm not. <laughs> and just sort of as like a, a double up, I'm looking at some here and we've got some sick ass symbols on some of these anklets. I, and, and like the symbols really go and go here like we you also you got the classic you got the pentacle you've got the lilith sigil anklet mm. which is badass i mean That's you've got necklace i might match got, my anklet to my necklace then you will truly have life solved yes i really will point. have it figured out then i mean you'll be from neck to foot sigiled yes. up protected just those yeah. parts though 
Well, or it's the sandwich. Or what if it's just everything in between? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just my whole torso See, and legs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so something that I love. So here's the deal. Talking about decorating them ankles. Talking about decorating them ankles. Blessed Be yeah. Magic says, you know what? You might not want a silver anklet to decorate your ankle. Maybe you want a rose gold one. Or maybe you want or a yellow gold, gold one. Yeah, yeah, bro. You got options to decorate however you and want listen to. listen here. I don't know if this is going to make any sense. I'm a silver girl. I'm a silver girl through and through. Or white gold, you know. But an anklet? I'm getting that gold. I'm getting that gold, brother. I am... I flip-flop all over the place on my medals uh, choices. I, I, I'm not loyal in that regard. Mm. I love her. I love a rose gold. Uh, I love a, I love a, I love a sterling silver. I love a, I love a gold, you know, and all of my blessed be magic pieces are just, they kind of run the gamut of all three. And see, I, I'm uh, that loyal Leo, man, I've Mm -hmm. never gotten anything. But the but the GD white gold. But listen, this time I'm going to break that, and I think I might break it with the pre. Uh, the listen, you can pre-order right now, save yourself twenty percent. A little little plug there. You get the Lilith collection, and it's got the um, anklet, the bracelet, and the necklace. And I kind of want to drip out. And that is Lilith. But armor. Like, there's also like Hecate's wheel and the triple goddess and the pentacle in this little set, the pre-order set and the triple sets and all that. But I'm going to I'm going to go ham into Lilith. Why not, bro? Yeah. And then you could because there is there's also the set that's like the bracelet and the anklet. You can get them. You can get your limbs nice and nice and sigiled up and uh, all of your limbs all of your <laughs> limbs and extremities uh you can you can get them all symboled and sigiled up with these powerful symbols that are they're nice and discreet and a lot of the times just for you which is something that's yeah. nice and special and it's like it's my little secret and i love that yeah yeah they are delicate and that's something that i love about like the uh the the wheel or perhaps the some of the north mythology necklaces like they are so intricate but the carving on them is very like detailed and fine and and very pretty but uh yeah this is minimalist jewelry for the modern day witch and listen macy do you want a fat 15 off i always 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 want a fat 15 off yeah yeah, let me get you that fat 15. Please. When you enter the code which bitch, all caps, one word, which bitch. Which bitch. Do it. There it is. <laughs> Blessedbemagic.com. That's magic with the K at the end of it. Longtime sponsor of the show, by the way. They are Blessed Be Magic is like our best sponsor. So they're a big time friend of the show. Like for real. They've for years. They we've been working with them. They've been working with us. Uh, big time friend of the show. Check them out. And they're always rolling out new shit all the time and it's always beautiful so just save that site and give it a little peruse every now and again uh because there's always new perfect little pretties to make you feel like you can there's blow doors stuff. down with your palm magic every time we talk yeah i seriously I feel like every single time we talk there is something new yeah yeah so give them a look big friend of the show blessed be magic um get you something nice decorate your stems <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Talk to me. Be the goo you wish to see in the world. That's nice. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, be the goo. I'm talking to you today. And listen, I have to find the name again. <laughs> okay. It's Menelite. I'm talking about Menelite. But the reason I keep losing it is because it's also called Fairy Stone. Okay. That's But it's also called better. Goddess Stone. Both of those are better. But, but it's also called Fairy Calcite. And All right, it's also here we go. Known Menelite. As Marl Stone. <laughs> I don't like that. It's also called Leberopol. It's very, you know what? It, I can see why it's called Goddess Stone. It looks like the beautiful, voluptuous goddess statues, like the bellies. Is it like the Venus or like Yeah. The, it looks like uh, the little bellies and the last bellies little and AKA I've got here is perhaps my favorite. It's also known as Liver Opal. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. These yeah. kind of look like when uh, dog shits turn white, but they look better than that. But they kind of remind me of that. They're a little lump. Okay. I uh, hate they kind of look like, um, if not, but like some it. sort of animal scat that has had a while to be in the elements and rounded. Gross. But I at the same that. time, it looks better than that. But, but I get what you're saying, though, because, um, like I said, I found this stone when i was doing research for a previous episode and i saw it just sort of scattered about out there and it is such a unique looking stone yes. it's like globular mm -hmm. um i hate the dog shit it it looks uh, a little bit a little bit like it like a it does look, like a it really does but if you keep go if you keep going you'll find the ones that look a little globular dog shitty but then you'll also find ones that look like um like clouds. Yeah, you know, no, the really shapes are all over the place. Strange and, and smooth and kind of like puffy. Some are looking. flat. It looks like you could poke it and it would feel like marshmallow. Yeah, you know, like that, but, um, the, the Crayola, like white fluffy modeling clay. Have you ever used that yes. stuff? That's what That's this what it looks, looks like. like. Yeah. It looks just like yeah, it. Yeah. it. It also reminds me a little bit. You know what people make uh, elephant toothpaste? No. <laughs> all right well anyway i've uh, never heard of that in my life oh you'd know it if you saw it it's uh i don't know i don't remember the chemicals but it's like you oh do it for kids and shit. yeah i never knew that's what people called it yeah did you look it up it's I like did. the big yeah the big rocket come the that big yeah. foam yeah the big goosh <laughs> Uh, listen here, Menelite, it's a form of a, of opal, weirdly enough, but it's like a more mineral version. It's like the, opal. what is it? The opal's poor cousin or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's blue denim, jean cousin. Opal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it mostly comes, the the reason it's called, um, uh, Menelite is because it comes from the Menel, I don't speak French, Menelamontat region in France. Uh, but it has also been found in Spain and Morocco and parts of Africa and the USA. Now, I did find one site out there that was like, this is the American stone. It only comes from America. Okay, great. <laughs> and it's so wrong. 
but there is a big tie to uh, <clears throat> some of some of the only impactful history that I found came from America. So we'll we'll get into that in the history section. But so the appearance of this stone, I particularly like the the really stylized ones that you find are basically white like they look bleached white right but they can also be gray or cream colored or even kind of like a brown um and they might have little mineral inclusions inside of them and some imperfections right but if you're like looking for like the the pretty pretty ones they're very smooth and just that and very bleached like bone white yeah they're cool looking and because yeah i really do i i like and luckily the first one that I saw was that kind of, it, it looked almost like, I don't know if this is going to make sense. Do you remember what a, uh, an everlasting gobstopper looked like? Yeah, um, it did not look like it would feel good in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of looked like that to me. It reminds me, you know, when you put a bunch of marshmallows in a bowl and microwave them? Uh-huh. That's what microwave, it like Yeah, and they get fat. They get yeah. fucking huge. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Anyway, y'all have Google. Google it. Menelite. Uh, and <laughs> there, in, uh, the episode's done. <laughs> figure it out figure yourself. Figure it out. Wabah. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, so the way that um, the way that they're shaped, because they form in these sort of globby, lumpy forms, they can, we can have like some pretty cool pareidolia when it comes to this shit. Like we can mm -hmm. look at it. And like you said, you looked at it, it looked like the Venus goddess. It, it does. My brain very do. quickly found bodies. Yeah. 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 And you can find what you're looking for, depending on sort of the shape that it just came with. Uh, you can find things to represent whatever you want to represent, maybe in your altar or whatever you want this stone to mean for you. So in the past, here in America, uh, we have indigenous tribes using these stones as fairy stones, as they were most uh, commonly called before we came in with the Mennonite. And Mennonite? Isn't that a... The Mennonites? Mennonites? Yeah, that's like a, a, okay. practice, like a religious practice. Or like a, like, huh. a peep, like a people. Huh. A people. Anyway, uh, so they were carried for good luck charms. But uh, particularly the repulsion of bad spirits. And so much so that it was used for like shamanic um, rituals that would need protection. One would need protection from bad spirits and any kind of carrying out of metaphysical rituals. Um, it, it would help to protect, but also ground this is one of the very few like light colored grounding stones that we've seen usually like a white stone is going to be purely up in the heavens and very emotion based mm -hmm. and and this one is like don't get me wrong the more we get into it the more we'll get into like the use this to blast off but it is super super grounding and mm -hmm. so much so that i saw it compared to like a smoky quartz or oh, wow. like an obsidian in its level of grounding. Big ground. Which is crazy to me because those are those, those are, are like the, the guys. Stones. Yeah. Yeah, those are like the dudes, the grounding stones and they're we know what the darker the stone, the more likely it is to be a grounding stone. So it's it was interesting to see something like that. Uh today 
because of of the history that it has uh, today, if we're talking of more mundane use, this is big time uterus heavy energy. Oh. So issues of the uterus, we're talking period cramps, cycles, bleeding problems, trying to perhaps bring about the what was it? The menses. The menses. Um, yeah. The menses. Also during uh, any part of childbearing, you know, from trying to conceive to carrying. Just overall uterine health. Uterine health. Uh, but also everything that sort of you could kind of put along with that. So like fertility. And again, anytime we see fertility, it can be this very biological fertility that we're talking about as in conceiving a, a human child um or it can be fertility in you know being prosperous in whatever we mm. do uh however this is tied so heavily to pregnancy um and do 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 that carries through to its magical uses in um being a, a protection for um, my brain went blank. <laughs> I forgot the word for uh for babies for being a protection. <laughs> That's how disconnected. And I I'm the fucking alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know what do you call them? They're like cubs, but for people, the, the human uh, human cubs. The larval stage <laughs> of the human. Uh, yeah, the stone can be used for protection. Uh, it, it's one of those that you can like throw up there in the in the nursery shelving, you know, along with like the sure. uh, I think celestite ha had that kind of vibe. Um, and what's funny to me about these these celestite and this one here and all these like baby looker looker out for -er stones, mm. they're very they have that look like it belongs in a nursery, like that kind of fat. Puffy, it, it is. Safe it's it's look. very. It looks very. Yeah, like I I, I can't even really put a f f word to it. Pillowy. Yeah. yeah, it kind of it does. It I looks. It doesn't have any sharp edges on it. I mean, it's not to say that you need yeah. to give them a piece that they could immediately shove into their throat and choke. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I get stronger, what you mean yeah. for like having it on a shelf for the energy. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, for that protective energy, and it also goes through for any kind of uh, any kind of rituals having to do with our internal health when it comes to the the uterus or period. Sometimes uh, I saw that it was used for the representation of period because okay, we talk a lot about bodily fluids within witchcraft, right? And if that's not your vibe, or perhaps you do not have a period or access to a period or whatever, this stone can be used sort of in that place. Now, of course, we also have things that you can use like bloodstone, obviously. Sure. Uh, but if this kind of goes more towards your um, your intention, then it's a little, you know, you can use this to, to represent that. And your intention with the stone moving into the metaphys might be to talk to ghosts cool which is my favorite thing to do timely too uh, we're getting it's it's ghost it's ghost talking time of year here getting, it is ghost season it. yeah they're here they're ringing you up on the phone it's time mm -hmm. say hello and um not just not just speaking to ghosts actually it, it 
everything about this stone is very divine. Okay, so it's very, we're talking about speaking to spirits that are perhaps maybe, I hate to say it, but a little elevated, like a little above a human spirit. You could use it for that, but it's sort of like bringing out the fine china for like your fucking, you know, cousin that comes over all the time, right? Okay. It's just a little unnecessary. You could do it, but like you could also talk to God or whatever, right? Wow. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And very divinity-based, very divine uh, with these with these particular spirits that we're talking to. And also, using this to connect to your particular spirit guides that might have access to and thus help you have access to Akashic Records. I mean, it'd be useful. Yeah. Uh, it can also be protection to like, it's not so much protection through an astral travel, but it's like inviting these spirits to come along with you through that astral travel. Yeah. And also accessing, now I don't know what this, listen, you can take this to mean what you want. Accessing higher dimensions, which just uh, sounds like a DMT trip to me. But yeah, I mean, do with that whatever you will. That sounds pretty fun. Do with tight, it what though. you will. That's what I yeah. found. <laughs> uh, uh, and a big part of this stone that I really like because so much of the stone is about birth and about life cycles in that way. A big part of the stone is actually about death and accepting death, having any kind of any kind of ritual or spell that you might do to perhaps deal with grief or be dealing with grief or have to come to terms with the fact that like maybe you or someone you know or are close to will be passing soon. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you just have like a general fear of, of death um, and what that means, this can help kind of put that into perspective and it can help us accept that as like, Hey, this is a, a transitional period that you're going to have to go through just like being born. You know, and it can kind of help hold your hand through that and understand that a little bit better. And that to me is the real treasure within the stone because so many times, and I don't mean to discount it, but like so many times we come across stones that are like fertility this, fertility that, fertility this. And it just means like that's, it, it's very common, I guess, is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Whether it be, again, for your biological fertility or for standing in to just be the abundance and and whatnot, you can grab, like, (laughs) you stick your hand into, like, one of those shelves that they have at all the metaphysical stores with just, like, the tiny rocks. You just Mm. pick one, and it's probably going to help with that, right? But we've only talked about a few stones that help with the fear of death. And I know that that's a big one. That used to be a big one for me. Like a massive one. Right? Oh, yeah. I used to have a lot of existential uh, yes. dread and, and yeah. fear. The Yeah. The fear that I had surrounding death was uh, all-encompassing at one point in my life. And not so much anymore. You know, no. And that's that's uh, not so much anymore. Uh, however, I do know that that particular f- fear can be hellish. Oh, yeah. so scary. Because it's not just this fear of like, oh, what if something, what if this one bad thing happens that may or may not happen? Like, this is going to happen. Like, it's, Oh, yeah. It's going to happen yeah, to everybody, right? Yeah. Nobody gets out of here alive. And even still, yeah. like, while I feel much, much better and pretty at peace with it all, every now and again, like, right before I go to sleep, it'll just be like, yes. boom. Yeah. 
Yeah, and every once in a while, as, as much peace as I've made with it, I will have just the cold sweat, eyes dilate moment of like, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Never forget and, it. And it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if that is perhaps a pers- persistent fear in your life, uh, traveling with one of these can be helpful to you. And I don't know, like, you could do something fun with it. Like, find one that looks like a little tombstone, you know. and Cool. And just, you know, kind of help help work through that a little, a little bit. Lumpy uh, and outside of that, the last thing that you can use this for is just general fear. Doesn't have to be so targeted. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that one up up front because I I like that's the use I like for this stone the best. And um, but if you are struggling with any kind of persistent fear or fear about anything in particular, this can be something that you add into your spell work to overcome that fear. Uh, but, you know, also use it to blast off. So there you go. Hey. That's Menelite, which I Menalite. called Mennonite several times. Hey, Menelite. 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 That get doesn't light, sound tight. That doesn't sound right to me every time you say it. It doesn't sound It right. doesn't sound Menelite to you. It does not sound huh? Menelite to me. No. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> they give a good Laszlo. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! All right, man. Okay, this was a crystal-heavy episode. Short, yeah, man. Sweet. There you go. Tasty, man. I. It's so early in the day. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. a morning record. You know what else fish. I like? Mm. It not being 106 out anymore. I know. I'm so excited to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk after this in the woods, and it's going to feel so nice. And I can't fucking wait. And it lets me know that even though next week's going to be goddamn piece of shit fucking hot again, it's coming. Yep. It's coming to yeah. an end. Yeah. Yeah. Tendrils of fall. I I, uh, I saw someone say something that, like, this this weather – of 95 degrees was like had oh it feels like a it's coffee and like put on a sweater and i'm like yep it's a ball i wore a sweater yesterday yeah i wore a sweater yesterday (laughs) like and i didn't even feel hot i saw so many people (laughs) i didn't feel hot it felt so refreshing just being 94 degrees that i was like shit do you feel this breeze out here it's like 70 degrees out here this is nice it's ridiculous oh my god we're we've been so abused that yeah. this feels that nine. I mean, like ninety five is so fucking hot, and it's humid right now too. It's like ninety five and big time it's humid. Disgusting. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah, it's great. But no, it, it feels like uh, like oh, oh, it's chilly almost. No God. Uh, yeah, the dogs are outside. <laughs> They're able to be outside and not cooking to death. Oh, Aww, it's a blessing. Like little chickens. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what isn't? You you know what's still hot? And burbling. Um, actually, I'm going in a different direction than I, than I, I think we're on two different pages and that would have been a good lead in. I thought that you were going to, for once, do a very seamless, easy segue. I was even trying to help you out with it. What do you mean for once, bitch? That's That's my middle name. That's true. I know you do. Charlie's seamless (laughs) transition, queen of segues, Michelle. They're, they're all or nothing. Like sometimes you do have some that have blown me away. (laughs) Like you've gotten me good a couple times. I can't discount it. Yeah, completely. yeah, yeah. I have. You're like so. No, I was gonna say you're all or nothing. 
I was going to say, you know what else is hot? What? Join us over on Patreon for Simp Cap because it things is. are heating up with the Kushiels. Enough that it made me scream. You screamed. And scream enough that a lot of you commented on it. Screamed loud. Uh, you yeah. screamed loud enough to make a small child scream, apparently, which was really fun Aww, to read. yay! Uh, That's all I want is to scare kids. We we've got a hell of a journey to continue with. Like as I've said to you on the last episode, there's essentially a whole other book waiting at the okay. end of what we just got through. That's still this book. It's we're, we yeah. we are nowhere near done. Ooh, well, join us for that and uh, you know some other stuff on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WoBawPodcast. You can be a part of our Patreon shoutout. There's access to extra content. We've got the private Facebook group. We've got one or two monthly bonus episodes. But we we know we know why you're there. It's that simp cap. Simp cap. That's why everybody's there. Um, we're gonna do Kushiels, and then we're gonna. Perhaps do a silly wimp cap, and then we're going to move right into Virgin River. If so, we can wait that uh, long, because Virgin River will be out by the time we're wrapping up Cushy Elf. Oh, well, the no wimp cap, my God. No, we yeah, go we're, right we're, we're raw dogging straight into yeah. Virgin River. Yeah. But we do have a lot of really good wimp cap ideas, like that one episode of... <laughs> oh, my God, the fucking vampire episode of yeah. X-Files. X-Files, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that one. I want to do that one because yeah. that's his crazy escapade episode. Then I want to also do Scully's weird tattoo one that she, she is has a weird nuts fuck episode. when she goes and has yeah. her weekend with that guy and they have the possessed fucking tattoo fuck fest. I, wow. I need to talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I, I, I forget what else now, but I know that we've we got we have a bunch of uh, killer clowns from good. outer space. Uh, the movie That's Legend right. uh, with fucking mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and Tim Curry as Satan himself. Uh, there's yes. so many excellent. I'm really I'm leaning in. I want to do a couple of good sh- like shitty older movies. I think that would be yes. a really good a really good time. to do. We're going to need that. to do some Halloween ones as well. Yeah. I would oh, like yeah. to do the Witches of Eastwick, perhaps. Oh, that's uh, fun. Or, or something. That's Witches uh, of Eastwick. Yeah, join would be us. A treat. <laughs> that is again patreon.com slash podcast. We also have an email address for your advertising inquiries and your spooky sode entries. Uh, speaking of spooky, our next spooky sode coming up is going to be the big one. It's. The big one, the big, big thicky thick, which is funny because it's like the big four hour one, which seems so like used to seem like such a big deal. But like we've been doing that every week for the past six weeks with Cushy Elstar. So it's like, fucking bring it on. I don't even give a shit. If you love the long form. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did like that. Somebody like put the, uh, the Charlie Kelly red string meme that's what it feels like, like i think this is what macy looks like <laughs> that's exactly uh, what i feel have... like every single week <laughs> and you can join in on that on uh, our facebook which amateur hour our instagram twitter only fans which we'll do something with maybe one of these days gotta get better internet uh, it'll happen one day all linked oh yeah did you say that might be a possibility soon i think it's i think it's like within a couple months i think everything oh, might be changing shit. within a couple We're of months and so then y'all are only fans content 
content. Dude, we'll be able to like record our streams and be able to use those yeah. and share those. Like it, it's going to, it would change so many things for me to have internet that actually functions. Sick. Coming soon. Maybe. Fucking maybe. Come. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's it. And uh, listen, I'm going to go clean my uh, apartment out. For the final time. Goodbye. Clean it out, bro. All right. I'll talk yeah. to you on Thursday about stuff. <gasps> Getting it wet. You think. <laughs> 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 <laughs>